Let's hear it for the one and only Stops, everyone. He'll be back after a short break. And while I am loving the energy in here, management of the Electric Egg must remind you that if you choose to sing along with any of his repertoire, you are doing so at your own risk. Our beloved Baronet has certain privileges, but if security happens by outside while you're belting out an interdicted lyric, they will not hesitate to give you a plastic hassle once you set foot or other appendage out of sovereign Zibidon territory, which is just over that purple line in the doorway there. So let's all stay safe and live to drink another day, yeah? Speaking of which, our current buy one, get one special is open to any Kachilabans in the house until eight when we switch over to the Sistaldians. Sorry, you're paying full price until, uh, I think Wednesday at four? You can check our Hecknick site for the full rota. I'm sir! It's perfectly fair. Every species gets their four hours to enjoy mind-blowing bargains on our wide selection of potent potables and flavorsome foodstuffs, including our new line of indulgently thick and creamy milkshakes. What could be fairer than that? But there aren't even any right now. Well, that sounds like a them problem. Focus! I'm out. See you next Wednesday. Hey, Stops. Killing sounds. Did I hear you throw in a little so what? Glad you scooped it, man. Just a little poke of the parasol at the new regime. Oh, suspended a second. You're tiny built from Maine, yeah? The one and only. Pleasure to finally meet you, Zoo. Glad to see the old place is still alive and sort of kicking. Right. You were gigging with D back in the day. How'd you swerve the arrival? The fools aren't opening the door for any old Richard these days. Is this a bootleg visit? Because if you need a self-stashery, just hit me up. I got a few secret sockets I could plug you in. Oh no, we're vertical, man. Special dispensation from the committee. We've all got our day passes. Who's we? Name three. Me, Stringus, and Diego. We had a gap in our schedules, so I was looking for a quick side gig, and wouldn't you know it, what popped up was a booking here on the fairgrounds for a Foganari group actualization seminar and jazz brunch. Oh. Don't ask me why, but those boobs love themselves some very sacks. Most do. So, what's the angular on our mutual friend? I heard she hit some slippage. Yeah, she's in the greenhouse now. Has been since New Year's. Voider. So when's she getting out? Your wiggle's as good as mine. They're gonna keep her potted long as they can. Which could be forever and a half if Stops can't get interventionary. They threw the book at her, man. Or whatever a plant throws when it wants to get definitively illustrative. Any chance of a visitation? Nah, man. They've got her twice removed. No one's invitational to get conversational set me and my clutcher off are. And they keep us out too if they had the pits to cold shoulder the ICSB. Oh yeah, Dee wrote me about that before this all went down. You're the grand poobah of some like kingdom or like empire, some schnest like that? The baronetcy of Kendafa'a if you want to get circumscriptionary. Where's that? You're in it, man. Or at least its most majestic seat. That's why the egg is sleeked out and immune to foogie intrusion. Ooh, sweet deal. 
Yeah, but that's no secret sans to D, you chump. That's heavy, man. Send her my love when you can, yeah? Done and done, Clutcher. So, with D in the slam, you're headlining here at the egg? If you can call it that. Houses are thinner than a Xanthony with the sugars, and the set lists just keep shrinking. No D would do that to you. That offer can sing anything. Yeah, but it's not just the precipitatious deectomy. It's the no-fly list, the hassellation, the culinary clampdown. The fairgrounds is pretty pernicious to a tomb-slinger these dirty days. So I've been woodshedding something new. In fact, I was cutting on busting it out this very shift. Spoken word. For real? That's harder than it looks, you know. No skitter. But I extricated something last night that might unsalutatory. You wanna harvest it? Might as well drop it in the here and now, long as I got a couple of ears professionals standing stately. Sure. Lay it on me. <clears throat> Charm life. Charm a baronetcy. Charm an ancient house. Charm a royal seat. Charm the exalted prerogative. Charm an army of skulls to dance attendance. Charm hangers on and kisses up. Charm little worms that massage a pitarsa. Charm a twice time Charm a king full of health and a strong sentiment. Slow your roll, McGregor Bot. That hasn't been anyone's bit for 500 years. Charm the best songbird you ever knew. Vegetating in a trillion cases. I don't hate the food. That ain't right. Come on, man. Charm the plant Charm potato bands. Charm pheromone headbands. Charm the stuff school bands. Charm the unblinking eye. Charm friendship committee with our friends and stepmothers that try to step in. Charm the future. That's it. Charm life. So fun. That was McGregor Bot's last electric Kool-Aid. I will not charm life. I will charm something altogether else. And the reasons? There are no reasons, Clutcher. Who needs reasons when you've got peanut butter? Gemini Collision Works presents Life is Alpha Season 3 Episode 31, The Zimitant with the Golden Carapace. Good morning, citizens of the fairgrounds. I hope all of you are having a productive and efficient first cycle. And if not, well... I have a very special guest with me today who I'm sure will inspire you to new heights of efficiency as you plow your own individual furrows to the glorious unity of the plant way. Some a little slower than others, it's true, but I can promise you that you'll all get there eventually. But first, this cycle's announcements. <clears throat> Mulch Fest 2523 is almost upon us. And it's looking to be quite the lineup. But you can make it even more exciting because we still have room for a few more entries in the mulch tasting event. So, if you've got a recipe you think will knock the judges' calluses off, just see Ashley in Gimel 8 Hydroponics to drop off your samples. 
And we also have quite a few slots left for mulch-related performances during the festivities. Any interested performers can sign up online at mulchme2523.heck. Although I would caution you all to read the rules and restrictions carefully before entering. We're looking for wholesome, vegetal, quality entertainment here, folks. Tasteful and efficient. No singing, dancing, or, <laughs> Vim, help me, acrobatics will be permitted. And an additional announcement for those of you who may not have bothered to read your alerts. An unfortunate spike in usage has required us to implement water rationing in sectors K through Chet. For the time being, all non-hydroponics functions will be limited to one deciliter per cycle. So plan accordingly. I realize this may cause you some inconvenience, but we've all got to look out for each other's roots in this great big forest we call life, don't we? We're not certain what exactly the cause of this shortage might be, but we will keep you informed as the situation develops. You said it was all the new seedlings chugging like frat boys. And that's all for announcements. <clears throat> and now, on to my very special guest. Oh, I'm just so excited to have him here. My pistol is about to pop. His human counterpart was the author of 34 books and countless academic papers, and was perhaps the most famous advocate for changing the wiring of your human brains back in your 20th century. And my guest has taken it upon himself to continue his groundbreaking work right here on the fairgrounds. Gentle beings, may I present the one and only Timothy Learybot. Hey. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me, Mrs. F. Now, your predecessor's Change Your Brain was published over 500 years ago. Earth years, that is. But it is just as relevant today as it was then. And it's such a rare thing to see a human who appreciates just how much their brains need changing, isn't uh -huh. it? <laughs> such a breath of fresh air. Well, I, of course, I don't personally breathe, but I can grok what you are laying down. Oh, grok away! So, how would you advise our human listeners to do just that? Change their brains? Do some drugs, humans. Oh! Ah. Would you care to uh, elaborate on that, Mr. Learybot? The universe is just one big intelligence test. Most of us are failing. Badly. Oh, why do you say that? Well, most meat-based species make all their decisions based on emotions, mm -hmm. and emotions are the lowest form of consciousness. Mm. Emotional actions are the most contracted, narrowing, dangerous form of behavior. Of course. Are you paying attention, listeners? It's much more efficient to just sit still and let your chemistry do its thing. Well, I, I don't know about that. Huh. You, you sound a little like a neurologist, mm -hmm. and that's a good way to never fall in love. But wasn't your book, Musings on Human Metamorphosis, an attempt to prepare humanity for adapting to all the intergalactic species they were eventually to encounter? Well, that wasn't my book. That was the squishy guys, ah. but uh, there, there's some good stuff in there. Did you read it? Well, I uh, I only had time to skim it, to be perfectly mm -hmm. honest. I'm so awfully busy with the work of the committee. 
I hardly have a moment to myself these days. But I know your predecessor's love for plant medicines was legendary. Oh. Do you share his appreciation of the plant way? Oh, absolutely. I honestly feel like plants are the first form of technology the universe gave to us. It's through entheogenic ceremonies that humans first got a taste of the real nature of creation. That is interesting, I suppose, but not really where I was going with that. Hey, we we can talk about anything you want, so long as the payment clears. Ah. (laughs) Oh, very droll. But if I could just redirect the conversation a bit, Mr. Learybot. The human version of you was known for being able to stay in one room for days on end. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Just sitting on a pillow? Sitting. Not Mm -hmm. indulging in any sort of superfluous activity? Ah, you see, we were on topic the whole time. Oh. You might think it's just a cosmic coincidence, but I assure you, it's not. It's through entheogens that he experienced samadhi. Uh which really opened up his conscious self to the dimensional bending abilities of meditation. To outsiders, it might have looked like he was just sitting on a pillow, Mm -hmm. but he was scaling the 11th dimension. 11th dimension? I thought we had agreed that six was where it maxed out. Oh, 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 no. Meat Leary only made it to 11, but I've been as far as 23 with the help of randomized resistance modulators, and I imagine... They just keep on going. I see. And is it possible for anyone to visit these dimensions? Oh, sure. But now dimensions aren't physical locations. They're levels of consciousness. They all vibrate at a certain frequency. So when we vibe at a higher rate, we move up. Uh And in each higher dimension, there exists a clearer perception of reality. We understand more. We we are freer. We're more powerful. And manifestations become easier than pouring yourself a, a, a glass of water if you're into liquids. I see. Well, that sounds very plausible. And not at all like the ramblings of a robot in severe need of a core processor refurbishing. <laughs> well, listen, listen, Frondernax, I know what you're thinking. Oh, I don't Your know. Your aura just went all thule in there. I, I think we all know what that means. Oh. But I'd like to invite you and all your human listeners on the fairgrounds to come and check out Passageways Sausalito Zeta. Hmm? Everyone's welcome, so long as as they want to get back in touch with their source energy. Once, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> once you plug back in, it's like being... Well, well this has been lovely, Mr. Learybot, but I, I think we've taken enough of my listeners' time for today, don't you? Thank uh-huh. you so much for sharing your provocative insights with us. But I would like to caution my human listeners against engaging in any kind of pharmaceutical experimentation on the advice of a robot, who obviously has no personal experience of the practice to rely on. <laughs> Actually, it's easier than ever for me to fly out to the spirit world in this form. I No, I just I just flipped my ego status switch to an offsetting for all my robot friends out there. It needs to be all the way off. Now, just setting it to passive won't do the job. And once that is done, I am right there, linking my energy to everything in the history of everything 
is-ing is really underrated. I'm more into photosynthesis myself. Frawl? Yes, Commander? Can I tell you something in confidence? You can now, sir. But I am uncertain as to why you would wish to do so. I am unaware of any events on your personal timeline in the recent past that would compel such secrecy, or indeed, in the near future. No, it's nothing like that. I just wanted a little soundproofing so I could have a proper rant. Nothing takes the wind out of your sails like knowing your entire bridge crew can hear you throwing a big whiny crybaby tantrum. Understood, sir. Our privacy has been ensured. You may stamp your little feet at your leisure. Thank you. I cannot believe, after years of trying to get the fairgrounds under control... No, scratch that. I never had the slightest hope of keeping this verschluggena place under control. After years of scrambling from one disaster to another, just barely hanging on by my fingernails, these stupid houseplants take over, and now our adverse incident rate is down 83%. Have you looked around the station lately? I can barely recognize it. What with everything just working like it's supposed to, like it never did for me. I would try not to take it personally, Mindy. The Fulunari do derive several advantages from the use of methods to which you would not stoop. You think? Oh, <sighs> sorry. For all, I shouldn't take it out on you. Of course, you're right, as usual. Of course, putting all the humans into lockdown and kicking most of the aliens out would have made my job easier. Fewer moving pieces equals fewer potential problems. And of course, I would never have dreamed of doing such a thing. But oh, did I dream of mornings like this. This cycle has been absolutely, utterly, distressingly mellow for all. As far as I can tell, barely a single thing has gone wrong yet today. No catastrophic equipment failures, nary an outburst of sudden sectarian violence, barely even the tiniest explosion. We're just standing around on the bridge watching our step counters not go up. And we're proud of ourselves for Hazel's sake. There is something to be said for the comfort of knowing things could be worse. I suppose... And it's not like I exactly miss having one crisis after another flying at my head at high speeds. But on the other hand, we're not not in a crisis right now. It's just a slow motion crisis, which is not the kind that I honed my instincts on. Maybe they're just having a rough time recalibrating. It's just... You know that feeling you get when you book an outer planet cruise and you've been looking forward to it for forever and then finally you get on board and it takes you all of a half hour to realize that a couple weeks doing nothing but lying poolside, chugging chartreuse tropical drinks sounds amazing, 
right up to the point where you actually try it. And you get that cold, sinking feeling that you've just locked yourself in an airtight metal pod with a bunch of humanoid bacteriophages and no amount of sugar booze is going to let you ignore that. Have you ever had an experience like that, Frawl? I have not. But if you'll give me a moment... Very unsettling indeed. You are to be congratulated on the precision of that particular scenario, Mindy. Thanks. I just wish I had something more productive to do right now than sitting around constructing elaborate metaphors. Would it perhaps improve your state of mind to learn that the fairgrounds is, in fact, a hotbed of largely unobserved activity at this particular moment? Activity to which the Fulgonari remain, for the most part, utterly oblivious. What? You've been holding out on me. Of course I want to know what's going on on my station. Especially if it's something the Fugs don't know about. Spill it. I should clarify, sir, that several of the current activities would more properly be classified as petty disobedience rather than serious attempts at resistance, which is why I had thus far neglected to mention them. Ah. Well, let's hear them anyway. Petty is a pretty good match with my mood right now. As you say, sir. Well, first of all... Chip Frinkle, has figured out a way to sneak potatoes back onto his menu without inviting Fulgonari retaliation. Really? I thought no one had seen a potato on the fairgrounds for months. That's pretty impressive. Oh, the Fulgonari never managed to cut off the supply completely. Quite a few residents have their own home gardening setups, for one thing. And for another, the committee has had little more luck than we did in stamping out the more pernicious of the smuggling rings operating out of the shadier sectors. I see. So, are Mama's potato skins back, or what? Unfortunately, sir, such an overt flouting of Fulgonari nutrition restrictions would not pass muster. Mr. Frankel has instead concocted a surprisingly subtle for him, method of tuber delivery. Which is? Milkshakes, Mindy. And they're delicious. Huh. I don't know. I mean, without fries to dip in them, I I don't really see the point. Oh, and in other acts of gustatory rebellion... There's more. I had no idea that foodstuffs could play such a major role in civil disobedience. An army moves on its stomach, as one of your people once said. True, but I have no idea what the Fugs move on. Quite. No, I was actually being literal there. I never figured out how they actually get around. Do you know? Of course, sir. Anyway, as I was saying, there have been some interesting changes to the menu at Sammy's Witches. They still got the whiz, right? Nothing's happened to Chi. Oh, no, Commander. Chi continues to disgorge his much-loved excrescences at his customary rapid pace. These changes are confined to the menu itself. Specifically, the names of the foodstuffs thereon. Sammy, in keeping with ancient Earth tradition, has named many of his popular subs after galactic or local celebrities. Oh, right. (laughs) I was glad when he finally cycled out the spicy Toriana. I was never sure how to take that. You may have been pleased to see the last of that one, but its disappearance severely disappointed Sammy's Pisiod clientele. The braised pork 
Oh boy, marinated in vinegar and French roast on an amoroso roll, had great appeal to the enormous yet surprisingly discerning Plisiad palate. Ugh, indeed, sir. Which brings me to Sammy's latest act of quiet rebellion. He has lately introduced a number of grinders named after noteworthy Fuginari. The Fondrac's French dip, the Oakensart's open face, the Pontelux Plini, and so forth. What's so rebellious about that? Getting a sandwich named after you is supposed to be an honor. Not the most impressive of honors, but still. The Fuginari certainly see it that way. And yet anyone who actually reads the listed ingredients cannot fail to notice that the hoagies in question are uniformly designed to be thoroughly unappealing to every species in the known galaxy. <laughs> Nothing inedible, mind you. Just viscerally disgusting to any possible individual who might wander by in search of a classic wedge. <laughs> nice. That's the kind of petty I can get behind. It's just too bad the Fugs will never notice. I'd like to see them squirming for once. Then you may be pleased to learn, sir, that while no Fugunari has tasted one of the Spuckies in question, a few boosters have tried to curry favor with their overlords by ordering one of these horrifying torpedoes in their honor. Their subsequent attempts to choke the thing down have provided great amusement to the rest of Sammy's clientele. Oh, I bet. So petty while this rebellion may be, it does act as a relatively safe form of public anti-Fugunari bonding exercise. And that's not nothing. Remind me to drop in for a cheese combo special sometime soon. All right, that's enough pettiness for now. What about the actual resistance? How's the headband forgery project going? It continues apace, sir. There may well be good news on that front later this afternoon. But I don't believe I should say more at this point. All right, I can wait. Is there anything else you can tell me? There is indeed, sir. The Resistance has seen splendid success recently in their partnership with a collective of conceptual landscape architects who had previously taken up residence in the in-betweens. In fact, they've made some very exciting strides in the arena of weaponized mistletoe. Weaponized missile what? Mistletoe, sir. Mistletoe? Yes. Sort of spriggy plants with little white berries. People hang them up at Christmas to trick other people into uncomfortable doorways smooching. That kind of mistletoe? Just so, sir. But more to the point, the kind of mistletoe that evolved as an obligate hemiparasite back on Earth. What's that? A parasitic plant, sir. They suck nutrients out of their vegetal hosts. Normally, of course, this is a very gradual process and generally survivable for the host organism. But the Vegetal Art Ensemble have been consulting with several highly skilled members of the Pudendare Commando Squad that stayed behind to advise the resistance. They're working on cultivating a fast-acting breed. Huh. So they're making weapons out of the stuff. I don't see the point. Couldn't a good old-fashioned flamethrower do just as much damage without going to all the trouble of genetically engineering it first? Agreed, Commander. That would most likely prove impractical. But the current project is focused more on site-specific applications. 
such as... Perhaps, sir. The Resistance is well aware of the many vulnerabilities of their position in the in-betweens, and has for some time been seeking a means of defense against incursion by Fulgonari forces. If the prototype they've installed behind the access panel at the back of Sanitation Closet 37 Epsilon Beta works out, they should have a form of passive defense they can install at all major entry points, one which will ignore all forms of non-plant life, but sink its historia with blinding speed into any intruding Fulgonari, draining said intruder of its vital nutrients with ruthless efficiency. That is brilliant and diabolical. I'd almost feel sorry for the Fugs if it weren't for, you know, every single thing about them. Those Pudendari don't mess around. Indeed, they do not. And track building is by no means the full extent of their activities. There is now a sizable contingent of resistance members being trained in the Pudendari discipline of Yo Yalabam, a form of unarmed combat invented by the celebrated Doramna Lupta in the time of their ill-fated struggle against the Apokisti invasion. Hmm. Well, Stella knows her stuff, but I think flamethrowers are probably going to be a lot more useful than punch throwers when it gets down to it. On the other hand, improved physical fitness is never a bad thing if you're preparing for a fight. And if I can't get any of Caradada's aid shipments to the resistance in time, I suppose punching is better than nothing at all. Except most of the Fugalnari security forces are literal trees, Frawl. I don't care how much training you have. Punching a tree trunk isn't going to get you anything but some busted knuckles, if you're lucky. Indeed, sir. Which is why the first principle in Yo Yalabam is never strike the trunk of the noble Tamango with closed fist. Oh. Okay. What are the others? There are 353 principles in total, sir. While it has been a slow day, I think I can be justified in assuming it has not been slow enough that you would enjoy hearing me enumerate them all. Good call. But to summarize, the art of Yogyalabam is focused upon finding the weakness of the opponent in order to strike most effectively. And it is uniquely suited to combat with the Fulgonari, honed as it was in the hallowed groves of Mesophaga. Every tree, be they Fulgonari or sweetly flowering Tomango, engages in some movement. And of course the Fulgonari more so when they are actively engaged in combat. In the extension of their limbs, structural weaknesses are exposed, which can be used to great advantage by a canny opponent. With precision and timing, a strike can cause great damage. Huh. Well, more power to them, then. I'm still holding out for my flamethrower. So is that it? I'm up to date on everything that's happening on the fairgrounds? Oh, no, sir. Not in the slightest. But as you have chided me in the past for informing you of the activities of various subatomic particles, regardless of any intriguing qualities that particles may possess, I chose to omit those from my summation of current events. Thank you, Frawl. And thank you for telling me about all that, even the petty parts. I'm feeling a lot more optimistic now. Amber? Yes, sir? In lieu of a coffee run, 
I think I'd like to order milkshakes for the bridge crew today. Really? Yes. I think we all could use a morale booster. Dairy-based treats for everyone. On me. Yay! Yay. 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 for me. Hello, Resident One. Yeah, that you, Mustelin Three? It is who she is. Copy. And Phyllis Lead is here, too. Don't call me that. Sorry. We read you loud and clear, Vush. Where are you? In the corridor, making my way back from Food Laboratory. Estimated time of return, four minutes. What is it you need, Vush? Nothing. The mission was a complete success. So you made it? You actually got into the pheromone printing lab? Vush not only accessed the laboratory of the infamous Fulnari, but is also bringing back a data stick of files from the pheromone printers and two dozen unassigned booster headbands. Amazing! I can't believe that disguise actually worked. I had my doubts about trying to pass you off as a Fug, but Udo and his bunch really do quality work. Mwangi's gonna be real happy still. She's been wanting blank headbands to test for a while now. Yes, so Vush wanted to share the good news. It is good news, but you could have waited to tell us until you were back in the in-betweens. The last thing we need is you drawing attention to yourself. Vush knows what she is doing. None can compare to the stealth of the Pudendari, owned against the prying eyes of the treacherous Apokisti. Yes, I know how skilled your people are, Vush, but I'd really prefer it if you erred on the side of caution, okay? Just get back here as fast as you can. I'll meet you at the storage closet. You really got in and out without being noticed? None of the folks twigged, uh, so to speak, that you weren't one of them? No. Vush's skills in physical deception were more than adequate to the task of compensating for this hastily constructed disguise. It was a thing of great simplicity, while not so great. Imitating the plant ambulation is a task most formidable. But between that and the poor vision of the Vugulnari, I was assured of success. <gasps> is that Vushi's little friend, the adorable Miss Sophie? Yes, it is, and you're getting her all excited. Calm down, Miss Sophie. Tell the strange but pleasant creature that her friend Vush will be returning shortly. Well, you'll be seeing her even sooner, Vush, because I think that little troublemaker is on her way to meet up with you. She'll probably get there before Stella does, so make sure she doesn't get out, would you? She should know better, but when she's this head up... Do not worry, Resident One. I'll bring that darling little companion back to... Hold on. Someone's coming. Whoosh over and out. I'm sure I heard a dog down here. It actually sounded like... Uh, but it couldn't be. Uh, oh! Uh, hey there, tall, green, and gruesome. By any chance, you seen a dog come this way? Could sworn I heard a... No! Foolishly, the non-plant creature. No Fulunari would commit such a horrible being in their presence. Yeah, yeah, enough the flailing beanpole. I was probably just... Hey. Hey, as long as you're here, I want to file a complaint about these step counters. It's blatant discrimination. That's not my department. Please be gone. I have important plant business to be about. Department or not, Flytrap, I got something to say about it. <sighs> you built these stupid things for humans, but then you made the rest of us start wearing them, and you didn't bother to recalibrate for different strides. 
I can barely get across one sector per cycle. How do you expect me to get to work? I have no time for this. Get out of my way, bizarre little being. Don't you turn your back on me. If that is your back, I'm not done with you. Greetings, comrade. Is there a problem here? Why are you allowing this perambulator to make his mouth voices at you? Ah, yes. How do you do, fellow plants? Could you perhaps assist me by dealing with this bothersome, loud, and tiny citizen? I have some important data to transport to the committee and he won't leave me be. Who are you calling citizen, not weed? Of course, friend. Say, I don't think I've seen you around here before. No, I'm usually running errands, important errands for the committee, and they rarely take me into this distant sector. Funny accent you got there, too. You all normally sound alike to me, but I gotta say, I did think this one sounded weird. Quiet, meat sack. We're talking to our colleague here. Now, listen, friend. We just want to... Why are you carrying all those booster headbands? As I said, the committee needs to... The committee has never dirtied their leaves with the administration of booster equipment. That's all taken care of by the recruitment centers. Well, yes, but as I was saying... And why are your own pheromones so weak? You're barely recognizable at all. Very strange... Yeah, Mr. Hogweed, you're strange. Quiet, puny annoyance. Hmm. Okay, wait a moment. Yes, you have got me. I am a special agent of the committee on a top-secret mission. That's why you don't know anything about it, and why I've applied pheromone dampers. But if you come with me down this very hall, all the way to the end, there is something behind the door down there that will explain everything. The one that says Sanitation Closet 37 Epsilon Beta? Yes. I can assure you that behind that door is something that will lay all your questions to rest. But I must warn you, once you see it, you'll be on a whole new level of security. Think you can handle it? You won't spill the uh, fertilizer? You could get me in dry soil, you know. Oh, no. You let us in on this, we won't tell anyone. Absolutely. Right this way, then. I'm coming, too. Don't think I'm done complaining at you, Buckthorns. So, yeah, the tiny man asked me to send his most baritonal regards. And I'm sure that goes for Charles and Diego, too. So that's the lowdown from the get-down. What's the Xanthony from the Plastile Calaboose? <laughs> what do you think? My situation is static, man. Wake up, wash up, choke down some nutrient paste. Then I buckle down for a full day of sitting and staring, talking to the wall when I feel the urge. <laughs> and hey, if I want to change a pace, there's always pacing. Sounds like nothing but a big old pile of clams, Delilah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know you got me holding down the sugar in your corner, sweets, but I wish I could pile it higher. We'll be swinging on the flippity-flop with you more often, but Mr. Green Jeans has severely limited trips down to parchment. No, it's okay. It's not your fault. 
I know you'd be here more if you could. If I could, you'd be here less. But maybe that's not a tune to lay down while there might be tape rolling, right? The walls have ears, you charm. That they do. Yeah. But even if they're cutting wax on this right now, I got one track to lay on you. Strees, I'll even put it on long play. Stops has come to believe that no matter how long you've been relaxing on your scene, there's a time and a place to get uptight. And the time is high and the place is beneath us. You're going to... Really? If I caught that right, that's a... A major lifestyle change you're talking there, Stops. I mean, I was thinking you might want to cut down, sure, but cold turkey? Colder than miles, Palomino. The fairgrounds needs a major key change, Mang, and Stops can't do it alone. But there's no way I can be the godfather if I'm still on the gooey. I need some seriously famous flames behind me, like my whole sly family, and that means no stones. Wow. That's... Wow. Look, Stops, you know I've got your back no matter what, but are you sure you want to do this? Absolutely sure? Sure I'm sure. No sombrero clutcher. Okay, but no. Seriously. I did some reading up on PB withdrawal a while back, okay? I got curious after your cousin showed up and tried to flatten you out. And I know you've got balloon lungs, but the air is real thin where you're planning to go stops. I mean, it's bad. Really, really bad. Have you ever tried kicking before? Negatory. But I have never had a most pertinacious and immediatoid rationale for as such. Namely being E-G-I-E, stopping these green meanies from shipping you off station to Maggie's farm. Uh-uh. No. Shops, if you're going to do this, you can't do it for me. You have to do it for you. Otherwise, it'll never take. Seriously, the average PBJ relapse rate looks like the chemtrail of a cockatrice with an RP1 liquid oxygen booster. There's only one way for this to work. You're going to have to really, really want it. I believe that I did most say that I did. Did I not or didn't I? Yeah, but are you still going to want it six to eight hours after your last dose, when the intense muscle cramps start to set in? Every one of your limbs will feel like they're on fire stops, all 28 of them. Ooh. And that's just for starters. The next six hours after that, the pain isn't going to go anywhere, but some of its friends will start showing up. Acute anxiety, panic attacks, insomnia, and uncontrollable shaking. Oh, not to mention our good pal explosive diarrhea. A few more hours after that, the party will be in full swing, and not the Benny Goodman kind. Abdominal cramping, sweating, shivers, nausea, vomiting, and intense hallucinations, all of which can last for days. And even if you make it through all that without knuckling under, there's still the potential long-term after-effects. Anxiety, depression, fatigue, insomnia, and irritability. You could be fighting those every day for years, knowing the whole time that you could make it all go away with just one little dollop of salty goodness. Streets, D. When you want to make a point, you sure as schnitz know how to puncture a dude's zeppelin. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you have to want it. I want it, D. Okay. Then... Good luck. I wish I could be there to help, but, you know, 
<laughs> I'll be with you in spirit, though. Just try to remember that, okay? When it starts to get ugly. I can hold that, D, and I'll be holding it close. That's all I'll need when the screaming meanies come blowing their horns. Thanks, Stops. But, uh, on a practical level, you're gonna want some support of the non-moral variety. Ideally, someone with a level head, steady hands, and a very strong stomach. Mm. What is this place? Pretty cramped, even for me. Looks like an ordinary storage closet. He is very observant. This is just a storage closet. But behind it, the secret committee command center. Right through here. I didn't know we had an ivy nursery on the fairgrounds. Ooh, it all looks so festive. I gotta say, the committee sure knows how to treat themselves with some nice surroundings. <laughs> Do Fedorians make sounds like that? That's no Fedorian. That's Miss Sophie. What are you doing with my dog friend, you big green bullies? A dog? A ghost dog? Well, yes, you see, we've been working. What's wrong with you? Get that dog out of here before it lifts its leg all over this noble ivy. Hang on. I don't think lifts an ivy. It's a little haircut. Big deal. Santa? Mm. Oh, fast me! Special Agent Whoosh, Master of Disguise. <laughs> oh, no, 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 none of this makes any sense. Secret closets, Ralphing books, exploding mistletoe. This is all wrong. Miss Sophie, get away from that crazy talking pile of food on it. Come here, girl. Ooh. No, I will explain. back to the Jonathan Richmond Zone. One crib from which you will not F.O. Call me Vibe, Foob Out Sounds on Random Circularity, Dan Hicks, Michael Nesmith, The Bastard Mojave Acoustic Sessions. Should do it. Wind up Mickey Mouse alarm clock. One. Molasses from the disused reservoir on cough 12. Three jars of. Pet a manger, med soup and lava soup. Six tins of. Gelato. Oh, man. Cherry? One large cask of. Magnesia, milk of, one bottle. 
acetaminophen, the classic coat of painkillers, strong mint-flavored halitosis rinse, 12 bottles of H2O for fluid maintenance, three amphorae coconut oil, just because, baby. Memory discs of my first Phyrexian luau, one floppy, bouncy, and absolutely poofy duvet. One bucket for goop, one bucket for soup, one bucket for poop. And the entire third season of House MD. One crib from which you will not F.O. So, yeah. Okay, Stops. You can do it. You just have to want it. Feet on the air, head on the ground. Try this trick and spin it. Yeah. Oh. But you know what I'm missing right now is my special cerulean satchel. Sky blue buddy, where has you gone? Stops wears that to every major gig, and this here might just be the greatest gig in the history of great gigosities in the sky. Ah, here we go. Yeah. Totally hectic. Red day to bouge. Oh. What's this? A tiny little vial ensconced in this silky ceruleanity. Hey! Would you look at that? Looks like... <sighs> Pure, uncut peanut oil! Now, how do you suppose I might have slipped that piece of temptation off the front of the back of my mind? Well, waste not, what not. Operation Coyote Keys has been... Oh, yeah. Postponed. My upright tadpoles. We'll be back with more David's Wizard Art after this brief message. Are you suffering from the ravages of substance abuse? Have you tried all the popular 14-step programs to no avail? Well, if that's the case, Passageway Sausalito Zeta may just be the place for you. Here at PSZ, we are proud to announce a 100% recovery rate from all addictions, fixations, and intractable hangups. Right. Why is friend John making the noise of sarcasm, please? Come on. Passageway Sausalito Zeta? It's a scam. They're just taking rich addicts for a ride. There's no way they've actually got a 100% success rate. Yes, that would seem to make violation of Beast Plume's law of inevitable imperfection. When Dr. Timothy Leary Bott joined our research and development team just one year ago, he brought with him his top secret 90-minute Bufo Alvarius treatment program, which has made us the premier substance abuse center on the fairgrounds. But don't take it from me. Just listen to some of our satisfied patients. Hi, I'm Deborah, and as you can see, I'm a DeLorean. But what you can't see is that I spent 20 miserable years as an Adoraxian addict before discovering passageways Sausalito Zeta. Take it from me, 
This place really works. Ugh, that's it. I'm muting the schnitz. Arthur is not objecting. But it is a sad thing that the people in the advertisement are not offering truthfulness. As there are many who they could be helping if this were so. Well, they're definitely not offering truthfulness. All they're offering is to empty out some desperate suckers' bank accounts. As... as friend John had experiencing of this? No, not personally, but I watched a couple friends go in and out of these places back on Earth, and as far as I can tell, it's the same everywhere. The more they promise, the less they actually help. I mean, anyone who knows what they're doing isn't going to be on TV offering quick and easy solutions to complicated problems, right? Yes, this is a most reasonable assuming. Alvar is hoping that the efforts of the friends of Friend John were success to make escape on the chemical dependence. One did get sober eventually, yeah. She's doing okay. Married a nice couple, moved out to Titania to start a lichen farm. The other one... No idea where they are now, but I doubt it's anywhere good. Consoling to you from Alpha. Thanks. It's funny, I hadn't thought about them for years, but seeing that ad brought it all right back. That helpless feeling, watching them struggle and not knowing what to do about it, but knowing for sure that all those con artists and their promises were just making it worse. How infuriating it all was. I guess I'll always wonder if I could have done more, or better if it would have made a difference if I'd reached out when they started drifting away, but... I don't know. At that point I was just exhausted, and nothing I'd tried seemed to be any help, so I just let them go. Alvar is certain that French John was doing all that was capability. As you are outpointing, these are the problems most complex. And you are not having expertise in the solutions of psychology? No, I know that, but it's hard not to wonder, you know? Hmm. Perhaps Fred John could make view of this sad experience as one of learning, and take consolement from the thought that if Fred John is in future knowing one who has suffering of addiction, he will be knowing better what is to be done, or at least meant what is not to be done. That's one way of looking at it, I guess, but I doubt it'll come up. I mean, I only know one addict on the fairgrounds, and he sure as Schness wouldn't ask for my help even if he wanted to get clean, which uh, I can't even begin to picture that, can you? Stop, sober? No, Fred John, it is a thing altogether outside of imagining! <laughs> Stops? Stops? Stops, are you home? I just wanted to check in, see how it's going. Listen, if you need an extra day off, I can switch to Trivia Night while you recover, okay? No sombrero. Stops? Oh. There you are. Are you okay? Hey. Sure. Stops is not solely okay. Stops is... Bountifully soulful. Hey, what time is it? Am I on already? No, Stops, you're not on. I think it's safe to say you're off. Way off. What's going on here? I thought you had a plan, dude. I'm not saying it was a good plan, but you seemed pretty serious about it a couple hours ago. What happened? 
Best laid cans of rice and pens, your best laid plans. Stops is triple tiled. Yeah, I can tell. So what, you changed your mind? You're done trying to go clear? I did not do the change. The changes were played for me. I found some of the pure taste in my secret sash. I couldn't just send it down the drain. Well, what's going down the drain right now is my patience. No more jacking around stops. If you're not going through with this, then I want you on stage for your shift tonight, comprende? Excreter, get off the pot. Nah, short, what is this tough loveshness? Look, I was skeptical when you said you were going to kick, but I was willing to be supportive. But what I'm not willing to do is this dance where you say, No schnes, Jorp, for realsy this time. And then two minutes later, you're back on the protein punch. If you fall off the wagon every time you get your stops on the sticky, then this is never going to stick. You've got that stuff stashed all over the fairgrounds. So either you figure out some way of dealing with temptation, or I'm out. I'm your boss, not your chaperone. I can't do it, man. I love the crunchy, nutty, ooey-gooey, icky-sticky too much. Too much. Okay, then don't do it. I don't know why you wanted to in the first place. Your habit never seemed to cause any problems for you before. For other people, absolutely. But you seem perfectly happy, stuck down, and vacuum-packed. That is not the botheration of the situation, Chorp. This isn't about my haver. This is about House Billibert. It's ancient charges and committals. Seriously? You're doing this because of your folks? I don't get it. Stops. You've never given a pasteurized jack what they think. Why start now? Because I need them to ponce on what I parlay. Because these foogs are out to seriously waterloo you humans. And the right word from the right baronet to my dimly beloved mother might make its way to the ossicles of the empress. That she might stomp her deeply unhip but highly potent heel on these floral fascists. But while I am under the influence, I have none. So if I want to help thee and you and all my human clutchers here, Chorp, I have got to get vertical, or at least de-angle it enough for the Imperium to take me at my verbiage. Wow. That's... <sighs> Holy cats, that's, uh... Thank you, Stops. Hey, man. Don't be thinking me just yet. Not exactly off to a great hey-ho, let's go here. Yeah, but you're going to do it. And I'm going to help. You're not alone, Stops, okay? You've got friends, and we're all going to pitch in, and we're going to get you through this, somehow. Means the galaxy to me, boss man. All right. So, step one, change of venue. There's no way we can get your pad 100% enticement free. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you've got stashes in every nook and cranny of this place. Possibly spackled in, in the acoustic tile. Ooh. So for take two, we're going to relocate this whole setup to my office. Start packing. Mm -hmm. Phone. <laughs> Call Bubbles. What's up, boss? How's the tryout going? It's distinctively subaquatic right now, Bubbles. Yeah, okay. So we're on to plan B. I'm going to need you to send Grim over to Stops' place with the hover sledge. Okay. And then I want you to head into my office and use your compositional spectroscope to make sure every single peanut and peanut derivative has been thoroughly scrubbed from the premises before we get back. Soapon can show you how to get into the special drawer. 
Oh, and make sure we're stocked up on cleaning supplies while you're at it. I have a feeling the mop bucket's gonna get a serious workout over the next couple days. Copy that. All right. Listen, Stops. Mm hmm I don't know if I'm the best choice for a sponsor, but I'm here, okay? And you've got other friends, too. Friends who want to help, like... Ugh. Huh, Thrabbit. Okay, I'm regretting this already, but if there's one Zood on station who knows how to make anyone feel better, and if you're brave enough to spend the next couple cycles puking your guts out, I guess I can risk joining you. Phone? Call Althar. Miss Sophie, just hold on, girl. Papa's coming for you. Don't come any closer. I swear I'll do it. I'll blow both of us out into the cold vacuum of space. Don't do it, Vert. He's not going to, HF. Relax. I don't know. He does seem somewhat unhinged. Perhaps we should take the risk. I think I can grab our canine friend before the airlock activation sequence is complete. Then it'll just be Vert getting blasted into the cold vacuum of space. No one's getting blasted into the cold vacuum of space. That's right. You hear that, baby? Tante Stella's gonna do whatever it takes to keep you safe. Sure I will, but that's not really an issue right now, HF, because they didn't bother to build airlocks in the in-betweens. No one's supposed to be back here, remember? Oh, right. Sorry. Wait, this isn't an airlock? Then where am I? There's a label by this valve here, but it is old and worn, hard to read. Looks like Asorbic Aerator Reservoir 375B. Does that mean anything to you? Oh yeah, it's an old pineapple juice tank. Vert, don't put Miss Sophie down in there. I don't want her paws getting all sticky. Uh, oh yeah? Well, 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 maybe I will. If you don't explain what's going on around here. Don't you do it, Vert. I'm gonna do it. I, I swear I will. She's gonna tack this stuff all over. You bastard. Everyone calm down. Vert, we will be happy to explain the whole situation once you come out of there and let Miss Sophie go, okay? Oh, how... How can I trust you? I don't understand what's happening. I followed these Vulgunari into a storage closet, but then it wasn't a storage closet. And then Miss Sophie was here, and there were these whippy, zippy, tendril things, and two of the foos exploded. And then the third one unzipped itself somehow and turned into some kind of scary purple lady person. That was merely I. Vush of the Budandari. I don't know who that is. But you know who I am, Vert, right? It's me, HF, Miss Sophie's papa. You know me. I don't know what I know anymore. We thought you were dead. No one's seen you in months. Or Miss Sophie. And now you're here? I have no idea what's going on. How do I know you won't unzip yourself? I promise, Vert, it's really me. It's HF. There won't be any more unzipping. Why don't you and Miss Sophie come on out of there, and then we can have a nice, calm discussion while we find something to clean off your shoes. How does that sound? Oh, I don't know. Listen, Vert, you might as well trust us because you're stuck in a pineapple juice tank, and we're outside the only exit. 
Is it the only exit? Probably. Just come on out, Vert. Everything will be fine. I promise. Hmm. Okay. Okay, we're coming out. But, but don't you unzip me. Wouldn't dream of it. There you are, baby. There's my good girl. Oh, you had a little adventure today, didn't you? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, you did. Oh, wow. It really is you. I'm sorry about the dog napping, everybody. I was just so confused. What with the exploding boobs and the inside out lady, and now we're, uh, we're inside the walls somehow? But then I saw Miss Sophie, and I just wanted to keep her safe from whatever was going on. But now I can see I had absolutely nothing to worry about. Ow. What the fridge, Stella? Operational security, HF. If you don't want to get your own hands dirty, I'll understand. But there's no way we can let Vert go after what he's seen today. Boosh? On it. Time for this one to find out what the inside of an airlock really looks like. Whoa, 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 and whoa. Hold on there. Let's just think this through for a second, okay? Can't we just drop him off somewhere back in the world? Just because he's seen this place once doesn't mean he'd be able to find it again after he wakes up, even if he tried. I mean, come on! This is Vert we're talking about. Right, this is Vert we're talking about. A guy who always says the worst possible thing at the worst possible time. He is literally the last person on the fairgrounds I'd trust with a secret. I'm sorry, HF, but we can't take the risk of sending him back out there. Okay, all right. Then let's not send him back out there. Let's keep him in here. Keep him? Oh, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'd rather not resort to violence. I am fine with it. Be honest with me, HF. Do you sincerely believe that Vert can be trusted with all your heart? Because if not, I'm going to ask you to walk away right now and let us do what we need to do. I think, I I think he can, yeah. I mean, not to keep his mouth shut, you're right about that. But I know he hates the Fugs as much as we do. Really? Absolutely. They had him locked up for a couple of months after the New Year's riot. In fact, Here, check it out. His arrest record. Huh. He really... Wow, six of them at once? With a hand juicer. These tiny pulpins did all that. Boosh is impressed. So, what do we think? Has the Resistance just scored its newest recruit? Oh, Meg, what am I doing? Hanging me out on this limb? I must have flipped my gears. Just focus, Stops. Eyes on the prize. You can do this. You really think so, boss? He's looking kind of pink around the thorax already. What did I just tell you? Uh, we are going in there, and we are going to be supportive, no matter how bad we think he's going to crash and burn. That's right. So zip it. We're all here for you, Stops, okay? And backup is on the way, so you just let us know what you need, anything you want, you name it. Stops need the spreadable hit, man. Anything but that. Come on, Stops. You have to keep it together. Are you with me? I'm here, but it's coming, Torp. The check is in the mail and it's coming express. 
you can do it, Stops. Just uh, breathe, I guess. I don't really have a lot of experience with biological-type coping mechanisms. Sorry. No, that's good. Breathing is good. Keep breathing, Stops. I'm scared, George. Sweating, shivers. <sighs> cool, George. Crazy moist. Oh, what have I done? Abdominal cramping. Wow, my abdomen. Good evening, gentle beings. This is your Howard Cosell Butt, and I am here for the main event, coming to you exclusively from the notorious back office of Chip Frinkle's Electric Egg, the no-holds-barred steel cage match between his radiance, Kinelix Lobiche of Beals, Marques Runmore of Relafine Wine, Baronet of up against his peanut butter addiction. And here's Michael Buffer, Bob, to get us started. Let's get ready to kick some Midnight's Armies is the best partner Bob could have. The Marquisa of Muay Thai, the suzerain of the sprawling brothers, the uncanny facsimile of our favorite five-time ultimate fighting champion of Earth, Joanna Jedrzejczyk, but welcome champ. The pleasure is all mine, Howard. It looks like we're going to be seeing an epic battle tonight, Fox. Well, Howard, if you know the size of the monkey on the Zipidon's thorax, then it will be no surprise to you that this is expected to be one of the greatest fights of all time. And here we go. The abdominal cramping has already set in, as well as the twitching muscles. Oh, that looks painful. I almost can't believe my visual receptors, but the hapless High Lord of Minchitan appears to be breakdancing. Uh, I'm not sure about that, Howard. I would say rather he appears to be crumping, or at the very least bone breaking but I don't see him spinning on his head. Not yet, Joanna, not yet, but the night is young. Hey, stop. How's it going there, sport? Jorp, this mess is getting way too real. I think today is gonna be the day I get my golden carapace, chum. Uh, no. What does that mean? No more shots, man. I'm coming apart. My legs are gonna slide off, dude. They're sliding clean off. I can see the truth. No, they're not, stops. Legs don't do that, okay? Or maybe yours do? I don't know, but they're definitely not doing it now. Look, this is just withdrawal, all right? No matter how bad it is, it'll pass. I'm seeing things. Hearing things. I'm so cold. I'm scared. <laughs> you got this. Stops. Just remember that scary stuff is all in your head. It doesn't mean anything. You are in control. I'm not in control. I'm not in control. Wow, the Zimbabwean has taken on a color that I've not seen since my visit to the adolescent honeycombs of Dvorak 7. Yes, Howard, it looks like all those uh, withdrawal symptoms are working the Flores heart. Uh, they're hitting him one after another. Agreed. He stopped the top rocking, but now he seems to be focusing on floor work. 
Or maybe he's just convulsing. It's hard to say. I would say that this is just the beginning of the craggiest part of the ride for our unfortunate paramount. I haven't seen moves like that since breaking 2482 electric ragoon. Nausea, vomiting, and intense hallucinations. Oh man, I think my reticulum's going in reverse. I haven't spewed since my first taste of brittle. <laughs> you want me to hold your antenna back, honey? It's the least a shrub can do. Ah! Frontenacs! What are you doing here? Oh, I thought I should let you know that you're just not up to this, sweetie. All your ambitions are no more than tomorrow's mulch. I honestly don't see why you're putting yourself through this agony. You don't care about me, heart attack and fine. You threw my shampoos in the who's gown. Oh, you're doing this for the songbird. Well, I hate to put the vaunch on your little plans, but Dee joined us this morning. Right after her Nutrisum shake, she's a loyal booster now, just like your good buddy, John B. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. no, that's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings, sweetie. It's true, you know. <laughs> no! Say, Jalvana, this sim is really battled, but it looks like we are moving into the last stage of this fight. While his breakdancing was masterful, I now see no signs of movement whatsoever. It looks like stops may be all tapped out. Sure does, Howard. This is what we call the point of no return. We lie there in the catatonic state until his body makes the choice to either pass through it or pass on over, you know what I mean. I do indeed, champ. If only we could see what he is seeing right now. Hey, Stubbs, how's my literal monster of rock? Sluma? <gasps> Where'd you come from, Zoo? I thought they herfed you out, man. Oh, yeah, they did do that thing, Cludger. This is my way of a non-literal visitation. Just thought I'd slide into your DTs to check out the cinch. I gotta say, you don't look so hot. Yeah, my zood, I am in rough shape. Yo, downright craggy, baby. So hey, just so you know, if you wanna come back to the Fluffernutter fold, we are ready and waiting. You could make all the schnaps F.O. media mate. Nah, man, I gotta get linear. I gotta do it for D. But D knew you could do it, man. Remember? You could make it all go away with just one little dollop of salty goodness. She's ratch tops. You could make all this pain go away. Oh, and... Hey, I've brought an old friend along. He wants to say hello. Oh, yeah? Who's that, Shuma? Greetings, Tremelix. We have been friends for a very long time, yes. You've walked by my side for many years, yes. I must say, 
I was terribly disappointed to hear that you wished to spurn all the protein-packed goodness I am only too happy to provide. Recognize old friend shops? Top hat. Monocle. Same. It's a walking stick, you smart head. <gasps> Mr. Peanut! <laughs> And as I said, I'm terribly disappointed, yes, but not terribly worried. You see, there is one little thing you seem to have forgotten. You are mine, old man. <laughs> you are mine! <laughs> no, please! Let me go! Mine! 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 <laughs> Greetings, your radiance! Oh, nurse! It's Kvoglant! I hate this dude. It's my duty to inform you, Humanix Lobiche Ophils, that there is no possibility of her incalculable inscrutability giving credence to the ravings of a... What is this term? Ah, yes. PBJ, that's it. Even if your mother were to intervene further on your behalf, I can assure you that we all know just who you are and what you are. And if you think the Imperium would put its proverbial eggs in the basket of a devotee of, how do you say? The icky, sticky, creamy, dreamy, ooey, gooey, yes. Well, it is deeply apparent that your particular basket is thoroughly unsound. Rest assured, <laughs> Stops. you are and will always be nothing but an embarrassment to the Zividon Empire, not to mention the Grand Duchess, your mother. You're wrong. I can do this. Don't tell me. I can't be confused. And neither can... The suzerain of all Guanteria, protectress of the outer guana trees, patron notary of Billy of a Foreign Fields, eminence of the Wellingdon Orbital Rhombus, the high doyen of House Villavert, Javolet, lady of the suspended yark, the most exalted Grand Duchess of Frank, 23rd of her name. Oh, man! Mr. Peanut, I can tailgate, but that's dirty pool. Kamalix? Hello, Mother. Is this how you receive your mother? Prostrate on the floor of some malodorous saloon? Have you truly abandoned all propriety, Kamalix? The corpus is all out of compartment, Mom. Sorry. Prostrate is all I got left. Stick around. You may catch a clonic twitch or two. Appalling. And now this latest tomfoolery? Am I given to understand that having senselessly rejected all the multifarious bounties of the Imperium for the sordid delusions of the Lagoon, you now seek to reverse your course? Not to regain the stature befitting your lineage, but in order that you might more readily petition me to intervene, with her incalculable inscrutability, the Empress, on the behalf of those same wretched bipeds who first led you down the path of dissolution. Nobody led me, Ma. I just kinda... Slipped. You have slipped indeed, if you believe you have the slightest chance of achieving your ill-conceived aims. Yeah, thanks for the encouragement. Appreciate you stopping by. Well, what kind of mother would I be if I allowed you to persist in such delusions? 
He should be coming out of it soon, I think. He's moving around a little. Can we not speed up the process? I have a shock prod. No, thank you. We will not be instigating another dog napping today, if that's quite all right with you. Have it your way. Hey, Vert! You back with us? How's your head? What happened? Where am I? Welcome to the Resistance, Vert. We call this place the In-Betweens. I don't know where that is. No one does. That's the whole point. We're completely off the grid here. None of this place shows up on the official fairground schematics, which is how we've managed to hide from the Fugs for so long. Wow, that's smart. <laughs> Thanks. But we can't get too comfortable, even back here. We have to keep on the move. And that includes you. So, up and at him, kid. I'll give you the grand tour, okay? Okay. Is the barf lady coming too? I am no barf lady. I am Vush, Brendar of the Boy of Achata, and I am keeping my eyes on you, bird person. Oh, hi. Oh, wow. I like your halberd. Do I get a halberd? Uh, let's take this one step at a time, huh, kid? <laughs> Come on, we're close to one of the mobile canteens. We can start there. Wow. That's quite a spread. Oh, it smells great. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
We eat pretty well these days, actually. Maybe better than those folks out there in the world. No committee back here to tell us what we can and can't put on the menu. And our techniques for liberating confiscated food shipments are undefeated. So far, anyway. Doesn't pay to get cocky. You want a pina colada while we're here? It's the official drink of the resistance. Virgin, of course. Because we must maintain battle readiness at all times. Inebriated hijinks can wait until all are free of the Fugonari scourge. But then, oh, the feasting. You said it. Here you go, Vert. Cheers! All right, where to next? Oh, Vush, I think Vert would be very interested in seeing one of the training sessions you Pudundari have been running for the frontline volunteers. You think they'd still be going at this hour? Yes, the training will still be in progress. Each session is several grueling hours long. Hours of blood, pain, and mind-numbing repetition. Follow me. Okay. Way to sell it, Boosh. What are they doing? This is the Heart's Youth where the fighters of the Resistance train in Yoyalabao to prepare for combat with the Fukunari. Some of the recruits call it the Lumber Mill. Wow. Very sweaty. You must go better than that. Do you think the Fugumari have any care for the delicate skin covering your sad, frangible bones? Are your knuckles? No! Give me 30 all the way down, fast! She doesn't seem very nice. Yeah, well, the Fugs aren't very nice either. And we need to be ready for them. Kutava Roba leaves a bittersweet taste, but she's the best. Her hands move like lightning. Up, you weaklings! Open up your soho stance! Back to punching! But ha! Be You ha! Bounce! That was better, alright! Partner up, grab some wood! Don't be shy, suck them up! Okay, line done! Then two! On my count! Oh, wow. Look at them. Look at them. Wow, they're scary. Those planks of wood don't stand a chance. Yeah, we go through a lot of boards. It's lucky we stumbled on that abandoned chair factory a couple months back. <laughs> Watch now. This technique is called or Fist of the Exploding Tree. Oh, God! Just watching them makes me tired. It is not for the weak, but we must be prepared for when it is time to strike. That is why I will take on your training personally until you are ready to join the others. What? Oh, oh gosh. I mean, I appreciate the offer and everything, but I really don't think I have that kind of time to devote to training. I mean, I gotta be at work in a couple of hours. Uh, you're not going to work, kid. But I have to. I'll get fired. And then I'll be broke. And then I'll have nowhere to live. Sorry, Vert, but, um, you live here now. We can't let you go back out there and risk you telling anyone what you've seen today. My audition. This is how it must be, Vert. You are one of us. 
I know this wasn't exactly your choice and I apologize. But hey, life in the resistance isn't so bad. And you'll have a chance to really help some people. Make a difference, you know? I guess. Yes, you will see. With training, you could become a hero of the human liberation. Me? No way. I'm no fighter. I'm just a simple troubadour. Well, you don't have to if you really don't want to. There are plenty of other jobs back here that need doing. But... But listen, Vert. I've seen you at the pool table, and I know you've got a fighting spirit. The rest is just a matter of practice. And I have seen the reports of how you carried yourself in the battle of the electric egg. You have potential, small green one. Voosh mm-hmm. will turn you into a lethal buzzsaw fury. Gosh. If you really think I can do it, then I guess... Okay, when do we start? Drop and give me 50. Oh, you got it, boss. Got a boy. Bring that stuff over here, okay? We can put it in the office. Very well, Mr. Frinkel. Arthur will make parking of his hover sledge just behind you, so do not be around turning, please. Is it in your office that St. Stops is performing recuperation? You did not make precise naming of his ailment, so Arthur has brought every possible home remedy he is knowing of, and also the chicken soup, which Arthur has found in the person to be very, very disgusting, but your own people consuming this in the case of illness, yes? So, perhaps St. Stops will make appreciation of it also. Do you believe this will be sufficiency? Yeah, thanks. That's all more than sufficient. But do you think you could keep your voice down? I don't want the Fugs finding out why Stops is indisposed. Oh! Apology to you from Elthar! You are not comprehending the need for secrecy. Is it permitted for Arthur to have knowledge of the melody of Strauss? Yeah, but this is just between us, okay? Of course, if that is what you are wishing. Okay. He's in peanut butter withdrawal. Oh! Arthur was not purchasing any of this substance. He had assumption that St. Strauss would already be most thoroughly supplied. But it is the work of the moment to make outpop into a grocery. No, no, he didn't run out. This is on purpose. He's trying to get off the stuff for good. It's not going great. He was thrashing around like a Persephonian spin dizzy for what seemed like forever, yelling all kinds of incomprehensible schnes. Well, that part's nothing new. But anyway, he finally passed out a couple hours ago. I've got bubbles in there now, keeping a scanner on him. Oh, I thought I was wishing he had made more haste and arrival. It is seeming his remedies are now past usefulness. Oh, I'm sure he'll get some use out of them when he wakes up. He's going to be feeling like refried plesiod fumets for at least a couple days, according to HecnetMD. I'm going to take their word for it. I don't exactly have a lot of personal experience with PB withdrawal. Hmm. Althar is knowing one who has made observation of the human addictions, but he is not of the expert. And... 
Perhaps you would not wish to make discussion of these secrets with friend John? You're damn right I would not wish. The whole point of this... Hang on. We shouldn't talk out here. Let's duck into the office. But will our discussings not make disturbment of St. Stops? <laughs> Stops was out colder than a Velbop's frozen quiescence when I stepped out. I doubt anything could disturb him more than whatever his neurotransmitters are doing to him right now, so... Oh my god! Stops! What the hell did you do to my office? Althar should perhaps have included more supplies of cleaning in his preparations. What the Fred Bubbles? You were supposed to be keeping a scanner on him. Sorry, boss. I tried to keep it to the buckets as much as I could, but you know, I'm built to dispense liquids, not collect them. Ugh. What is that smell? According to my vapor analyzer, that is a nitrogen-rich mixture of peanut oil-infused perspiration, molasses, cherry gelato-flavored vomit, and coconut oil. Well, can you at least deodorize it or something? It's climbing right up my sinuses and straight into my brain. I can give the whole room a quick vodka mist. Do it! Copy. But why coconut oil? Just because? <sighs> oh, seeing stars? Are you requiring any medicaments or electrolyte-infused liquids? <sighs> or the chicken soup? It is only to be requesting the Malvalvar. Stops. Stops. Can you hear me? Come on, sport. Talk to me. Hey, Jorb. Hey, there you are, big guy. Looks like you really went through it, huh? Am I through it? Are they gone? Because if that Mr. Peanut's still around, I'm noping right back out. That jacket is terrifying. No, he's gone, Stops. Mr. Peanut uh -huh. is gone. But... I brought a friend to see you. No way. No more visits. No smiling faces. Smiling faces tell lies. Oh, Althar can make departure if this is preferment. Althar? Are you for real or just a passing headlight? You're not gonna turn into Mike Love or my prosody tutor or great-great-grandma Jawine Dote? Althar is promising he will not become any of those persons in stops. He is here to be offering the moral support, although it is seeming to Althar that the detoxification is already accomplished in explosive fashioning. Yeah, all over my office. But the important thing is, you did it, Stops. You kicked the ick. Yeah. Come on, Stops. This is what you wanted, right? To get clean? So the folks back home will take you seriously? So they'll take the food seriously? That's what'll make all this worth it, right? Yeah. Is this the purpose of the cold turkeying of stops? To make reconcilement with his relations in the Zipidant Imperium? So that they may be assisting the human people? Yeah. Oh! This is an act of great courage and generosity, seen stops. It is very movement to Althar, that you are willing to make such sacrifice of your comfort in aid of the humans. Right. My office carpet is a small price to pay for the future of humanity. Oh. Now that you're clean, Stops, we've actually got a chance at getting these foods off of... Why are you crying? You did it. You beat the odds. You, you got it all wrong. 
the odds gonna beat me. I ain't ever going through that again, but I know it's short. Deep down, I know. I'm on the right road, but I'm gonna take a wrong turn. It just ain't gonna take. the great willpower and resourcefulness, Sinstrauss. Now it is only to continue what you have already been accomplishing. Surely this will be of greater easiness. Right. Easy does it, one day at a time, yeah? That's a load of schness and you know it. I'm a lifer. I can't get linear. I'm sorry, man. The center will not hold. No way. We're not giving up on you. All right. Time for Plan Flotting Z. Stops. Can you walk? <laughs> Who knows? I'm a mysterious dude. Fine. Althar, I'm commandeering this sledge, okay? The carpet's a lost cause, Althar, but Stops won't be. Not if I have anything to say about it. Okay, onto the sledge, Stops. Uh, Bubbles, help him out. Come on, honey. Happy, happy. All right, let's go. Where are we going, please, Mr. Frinkel? To the last people on the fairgrounds, I'd ask for help with something like this. But what the Fred, we've tried everything else, and if we don't find some way to keep Stops off the nut, we're all mulched. Oh, it never fails. Just when I'm about to sit down with a nice Haberbosch root pack. Yes, yes, I'm coming. Just settle your flavido. Afternoon, Frontenax. I hope I'm not interrupting anything important. There's a recent development I wanted to bring to your attention. Well, you did catch me in the middle of a root rejuvenation session. I see. Oh, but you know me. I'm always prepared to set personal matters aside for the vital work of the committee. I should hope so. <laughs> yes. So, to what do I owe the honor of this surprise visit? We've just received a docking request from the IXS Bombast. I, a Zibidon ship? What are they doing here? According to them, they're just stopping by to refuel on their way home from a diplomatic mission to Mebsuta. Mm -hmm. But Zibidon Protocol demands that they, how did they put it, pay due obeisance to his radiant splendor, the Baronet of Kandafa'ah, as they traverse the purlieu of his demean. It sounds like a mere formality, but I wanted to hear your thoughts before allowing them on station. Hmm. I'd say we should just go ahead and grant permission. You know how the Zibidons are about their precious protocols, and we certainly don't want to give the Imperium any sort of grievance against us. Although, of course, we should keep these visitors under close observation as long as they're here. That goes without saying. So, you're confident that this isn't some ploy on the part of the Baronet? You've mentioned in your reports that you've seen a large increase in correspondence with his home planet. Oh, yes, but that's nothing we need concern ourselves with. Just pathetic pleas for pocket money from his mother or his aunts or his cousins. Nothing subversive in it at all. You're certain? You've read these letters yourself. Well, I did at first. But as I said, they really are very monotonous. 
So I delegated them to Rudy a while back. Uh, Rudy, get in here. Howdy, Baba. Oh, hi, Mr. Oakensarks. Why, hello there, Rudy. I hope your work is going well. Yes, I've been updating the spreadsheet of pernicious counterproductives. Excellent, Rudy. You've been inspecting the correspondence of the Baronet of Kandafa'a, is that right? Stops, Rudy. You've been reading Stops' mail. Oh, yes. He's funny. He's all, oh, I'm sad because I don't have any credits. And then his aunties and his cousins all say, good, we're glad you're sad because you made your mama sad because you like peanut butter so we don't like you. So, yeah. I see. So there you have it. Nothing to get your stems twisted about. I think we can safely say that a visit from this Zibidon dignitary can only be to our advantage, once they see Stops in all his goobered up glory. Really? So it doesn't cause you any concern that the Baronet was recently observed being hover-sledged through the doors of a substance abuse treatment center? What? You might have led with that, for Vim's sake. I had assumed you would have taken it upon yourself to keep abreast of current events, Frondranax. When was this? He passed through the doors of Passageways Sausalito Zeta not ten minutes ago. Passage... Oh. <laughs> oh, you had me going there for a moment, Oakensarks. <laughs> Beg pardon? Oh, didn't you catch my interview segment this morning? I can promise you, if Stops is looking to Timothy Learybot for help, we have absolutely nothing to worry about. He's going to stumble out of that so-called treatment center more thoroughly scrambled than he went in. Yay! So, you're the zood from those commercials, yeah? That's right. Hey, take off your shoes and join me in the conversation divot. No thanks. I'm going to be honest with you here, Learybot. I'm pretty skeptical about this treatment of yours. Mm. Stops is trying to kick a pretty hefty chunk-style fixation. Oh, that's no problem. A three-tub-a-day habit is no problem? No, no, no. I meant your skepticism is no problem. Unsupportive friends, fortunately, have no bearing upon an individual's ability to see the addiction for what it really is. Unsupportive? I've done everything I can think of to help the poor guy out. We only came in here in the first place because I'd already tried everything else. Well, the universe works in the strange ways, my friends. Ways that your average meat sack generally finds counterintuitive, yeah? But it still brought you here, because here is where your pal stops needs to be right now. Sure it is. It is a truth that your claim of 100% success is of much suspicion, in Learybot. Well, if you are so certain of your methods, why is it that you will not be permitting Mr. Frinkel into the chamber to make observation of them? Yeah. The ego is hard enough to disassemble without personal attachments complicating things, getting all clammy and mucilaginous. Stops needs total isolation in order to dissolve the illusion of self, and reconnect with the source energy, which is all of us. 
see, that's exactly the kind of creepishness I'm talking about. Source energy? Dissolve the illusion of self? I knew this was a bad idea. I've been getting serious culty vibes off this place since we first walked in the door. Mr. Frankel, do you believe it is to make rescuing of St. Stops from the Chamber of Isolation? Arthur is not certain he can be overriding the door controls, but what? perhaps the hover sledge can have repurposement as the battering ram. Whoa! Hey, hey, let's not flip our wigs here. Violence is a real brain down. At least give the treatment a chance to work before you climb in a judgmental bag, okay? Fine. But I still don't see how all this woo-woo is going to make the slightest dent in Stops' problem. Oh, there's nothing more powerful than realizing who you really are, Mr. Chip Frinkle. Oh yeah? And just who am I? You are Stardust, Chip. Oh yeah. Wow, Tim. That's some real profound philosophy there. They used to carry novelty mugs that said that in the gift shop. Yes! Mm-hmm. Arthur was purchasing many of these for his friends across the galaxy. Just because it's on a mug doesn't mean it isn't true. Zoods, every atom of your being, every ozon, every quark, every single scrap of matter that you think of as you was at one time condensed in an area so small you can't fathom it. Hey, I can fathom plenty, pal. Can you fathom that all of me was in there too? And the meat sack version of me, and Earth's sun, and literally everything else ever, and you, Chip, are just a continuation of that energy. So what? You're going to convince Stops he's abusing his personal portion of the Big no. Bang? Going <laughs> against the divine nature of the universe? But, Chip, he's not. He is the divine nature of the universe. Uh-huh. And this is going to stop him relapsing. Isn't it beautiful? How much are you charging me for this nonsense? Oh, there's no charge. Suggested donations only. Smart. Probably helps with dodging lawsuits, huh? You can't charge folks for remembering who they are. Which is stardust. Ah, right. And the universe is held together by rainbows and chocolate. It's held together by love, Mr. Frinkle. Oh, a sentiment shared by those of Iltar. It is love that is accumulating all peoples. See, now you're starting to get it. This was a mistake. Stops. You all right in there, buddy? I'm sorry. This was a horrible idea. Thirsty! Ah, thirsty!
Everybody's got their own angle, I guess. Your purpose is remarkable, and your story will be legendary. You will get there. But right now, you're here. And here is a beautiful place. I am complete. Go, effervesce, and show me the beautiful things we've made. I love you. Then come back and see me. Anytime. Literally, don't be afraid. All right, that's enough. I'm getting this door open one way or another. I don't care if you're all made of molybdenum. I have got an industrial grade neodymium magnet right here. And I swear to Jones, I'll use it if you don't open this door right now. Please do not disturb yourself unduly, loyal chip. I have remained in the isolation chamber entirely my own free will, and I now departed gladly. Stops? Are you okay? I am beyond so falsified, my noble benefactor. The pangs of craving remain within me, but I will allow them to pass through me and beyond me, and thus all will be well. You mean... Yes, Chip. I feel I can say with some confidence that the demon legume no longer clutches me in its fearful grasp. Thank you, my friend. Wait, it, it worked? The isolation chamber bit actually worked? Holy crap, you gotta be pulling my foot cuff. This is amazing. Listen, Stops, baby, don't go anywhere, all right? I, I just want to record a couple of quick testimonials before you take off. Oh, man, an endorsement for the realized what I'm barren. Talk about a publicity gold mine. This is going to be... Mr. Frankel! What? I told you we needed to keep this a secret. What's to assault Timothy Learybot with the industrial grade neodymium magnet? It is a virus most distressing! I know, I know, but we have to make absolutely sure the Fugs don't hear about this. And I'm sure this isn't the first time Leerybot has had his memory scrambled, so... Not every problem can be solved by the involuntary memory scramblings, Mr. Frinkel! I'm afraid such extreme measures are sadly necessary in this case, gentle Althar. If the Fuginari were to glean the slightest inkling that I am not as I was, they would move to eliminate me from the pegboard before I could apprise the Grand Duchess, my mother, of my freshly restored faculties, and enlist her to beseech intervention of her incalculable inscrutability on behalf of our human protégés. Yeah, about that. Are you going to be able to, like, uh, re-stopsify yourself when you're in public? Because if you can't, the Fugs are going to twig that something's up before we make it halfway back to the egg. Is the difference in my demeanor so readily apparent, friendship? Uh, yeah. 
you've said my name right three times now, for starters. Not gonna lie, it's kind of giving me the habdabs. Then needs must I endeavor to replicate my previous inebriosity, my good sirs. I mean, my good zoods. You've been listening to Life with Althar, episode 31. This episode was written by Philip Cruz and Christopher Lee for Gemini Collision Works and starred Chris Lee as Chip Frinkle, Derek Peterson as Stops, Amanda LaPergola as Mrs. Frondradax, Surrey Washington as D, Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Brawl, Eli Ganias as HF, John Amir as John B, and Barrett Johnson as Althar. And also featured... Linus Galber, Philip Cruz, Fred Backus, Ian W. Hill, Olivia Baseman, Jessica Stoya, Anna Stefanik, Holly Pocket McCaffrey, and Lex Friedman. Life Without Thar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Phil, Lex, Linus, Amanda, and Chris. Theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life Without Our logo and illustration created by Dean Haspiel. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblocks. The entire production is copyright 2021 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another Tale from the Fairgrounds. But first, who is this sumptuously adorned Zibidon making his ill-humored way toward the electric egg? Hey there, what can I get you? You can get me his radiance baronet of Pondfaar, if you please. I believe he is expecting me, Lord Deputress of the House Mr. Fulton. I got this, Soaps. Salutations, your beneficence. Welcome to the Electric Egg, hmm. official governmental seat of Kandafa'a. His radiance is indeed expecting you. Sure, I got four of my feet stuck in the mobbucket again. <sighs> mm-hmm. Is that his uh, radiant splendor? Yeah, uh, he's a little under the weather today. Something he ate. Mm-hmm. I am well aware of the baronet's proclivities, factotum. There is no need to conceal his debaucheries from me. But I must nonetheless perform the obsequies to his position, no matter the desultory fashion in which he chooses to occupy it. Suit yourself. He's just through here. Hey, stops. You decent? I got a Lord Caputris here to see you. Oh, hey, man. You from Pibor? I haven't seen the 17 moons since I was a pupil. All those prayers and lunar offerings, a stone voider, yeah? Inutterably tiresome. <coughs> oh, yes. uh, yeah. That is to say, bouge on in, dude. Let us have a squeak. Uh, if I must. What is that dreadful odor? Oh, the recycled cherry gelato, mostly. <coughs> Pugnant. Alrighty then. I'll leave you to it. Hey, uh, sure. A scintilla of sequestration would not be amiss, man. Gotcha. Quit Nurka! Run silent, run deep!
I am merely here to announce the formal greetings owed to your station, most splendid. Such elaborate precautions seem somewhat surplus to requirements. Why should we require privacy? It defies belief that there should remain any tarnishment your reputation has yet to accrue. On the contrary, your flourishing bounty, privacy is of the utmost exigency if you are to depart this station unmolested by those who would constrain me from colloquy with her grandiosity, my mother. Oh, your, your radiance. Am I to take it from your abandonment of the wretched patois that was your wanton mistress's past that you are not high? Oh, I'm high, all right. I'm the High Lord of Menchitan, and I am once again in the full flower of my faculties. Her grandiosity will be beside herself with joy, her eldest no longer in thrall to the scourge of the Fabaceae. I can scarcely credit it. But credit it, you must, Computerus. For I urgently require your fealty and furtherance in order that we might combat a scourge that threatens the Imperium itself. Make it known to all houses of the resplendent assembly that Camellix Lobicio Fields, son of Jabalant, House Billibert, Marquess Run Roar of Brillafine Wine, Baronet of Candifer, Potentate of the Phyrexian Isles, High Lord of Menchatan, master of her grandiosity's war snails, and human exchange concourse staring contest champion of the Grand Duchy of Prang is restored, and he calls for aid!